This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Hello, everybody. This is episode 704. Coming up tomorrow morning, we talk to Scott Clark. He has raised $8.8 million. And I ask a simple question. Is this the ultimate machine learning tool? Not some fake machine learning, the real machine learning. You tune in and you tell me what you think. That's bright and early tomorrow morning. All right, guys, my guest today is Eric Dolan. He's the co-founder and CEO of a company called Newton. He has five years of plus experience, uh, years of startup experience and business management experience. He also has data science experience with a focus on product development and management. In 2014, his team received an award for best smartwatch app at the Hack the North competition in Canada. Now, recently, he was named in Inc.'s 30 Under 30, obviously a list recognizing the best young CEOs in America. He received his Bachelor's of Business Administration from the University of Western Ontario and his postgraduate specialization certificates from the University of Minnesota School of Public Health, York University School of Business, and John Hopkins University. Eric, are you ready to take us to the top? Hell yeah. All right, good, man. I'm glad you're here. So I'm glad to be here as well. By the way, so are you American now? Are you, are you out of Canada? What's going on there? Uh, we go back and forth. I mean, with uh, recent developments, you're I not mean... Canadian, right? <laughs> oh no, I, I, yeah. I uh, I'm proud Canadian, uh, born and raised. Uh, spent the last year and a half there in the uh, U.S. Uh, so between Philadelphia and San Francisco, uh, we go back pretty often, just because uh, like a lot of our biz, well, ninety percent of our business is in the states. Uh, but yeah, we have a really great uh, product engineering team. I'm actually here right now in Canada. Here's oh, check this out. Yeah, yeah, if you guys are looking, watching the YouTube version of this, he's panning his computer. We see his beautiful downtown office view. That's a great view. Yeah, yeah we're uh, downtown, uh, yeah, like uh, the government buildings right there. And then our version of uh, Times Square is like just that way. So. That's great. So let's get into it. What does Newton do and, and how do you make money? What's the business model? Sure. So we are a software company that makes it really easy for patients and doctors to keep on track of uh, chronic diseases. So uh, it started out of a problem of my family had. My mom has epilepsy, and we found it really hard to manage the seizures, medications, and then everything around the condition. And then when she went to her doctor, her doctor was basically playing uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes for the 90% of her appointment, trying to find out what happened last time. So we built a simple tracking tool using accelerometers, which is found in every device you have today from your smartwatch to your smartphone. And we basically could track seizures in real time, keep her on track of her medications, and overall, you know, have control over your condition. Mm -hmm. These are really life-debilitating conditions. And we found that not only did a lot of other epileptics all around the world need this, but also other conditions like uh, Parkinson's, mental health, et cetera. Uh, the way we do it differently than a lot of our other competitors is we are device agnostic. They try to make you buy their own custom device that they manufactured. You have to basically pay for a lot of the R&D that they put in. We allow you to use your iPhone, your Android. You are, uh, we have, we're currently supporting Apple Watch, Pebble, uh, Android Wear coming up. Uh, and the way we make money is through lead generation. So we work with uh, partners to actually reduce the cost of your drugs of up to 80 to 90%, and we get paid to do so. 
so it's a value add to our our uh, our customer, our uh, actual users, and then we actually make money on the back end while working with uh, pharma and pharmaceutical companies. And I mean, how significant is this? You're in a nice office. How much revenue did you do last month? <laughs> We're not disclosing those numbers just yet, but. Uh, we, we're having a pretty sizable business off it, and uh, we're looking to do about a million-dollar run rate this year, and then expanding outwards, we have, frankly, we're starting with a pretty niche audience, uh, epilepsy, but uh, especially as we move into other associated conditions, uh, it, it'll be substantially more. When you say you're looking to do a million-dollar run rate this year, what does that mean? Yeah, so we divide it up between, uh, so that, that's making a million dollars in our uh, in this fiscal year. Got it. So making a million. Um, so sometimes people, when they say run rate, they mean they're going to hit eighty eight grand per month in revenue. When you multiply times twelve four, that's the, where you get the million from. So you'll you're looking to do a million top line revenue. Now, is this is this revenue predictable for you? This doesn't seem like a SaaS model. It seems kind of like a. I mean, it's a they pay you basically for lead model. Yeah, but uh, that, that's per script. So because these are chronic diseases, people have to fulfill these scripts every single month. So it is it is more predictable. Okay. Um, it's actually a lot more predictable than, uh, let's say, even in a couple other SaaS businesses. You know, if someone moves from a, you know from one position to another or moves a company, they might not might not use the same tool and they might fall off. Uh, with a lot of these chronic diseases, it's for life. Mm-hmm. So it goes from now till frankly. Either they find a cure for the disease or, yeah. Uh, but for us, it's a great value-add service because we actually reduce the cost of medications to individuals and we get paid to do so. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You know, you, folks in your position, it always makes me curious. Um, it's kind of mm-hmm. like a lawyer. A lawyer never actually wants to solve the problem because then they stop getting paid. You have that same issue. How would you feel if tomorrow the cure for epilepsy came out? Oh, that'd be great. Like Our, our long-term thing is... Uh, like. Our, our initial model is looking at how we can be a lead gen model for pharmaceutical uh, in the pharmaceutical industry. But long term, because we are collecting a lot of data, uh, we would want to transition more to uh, a market intelligence company. Um, no, that, that's uh, ultimately that is the goal. Like we we want to actually address all chronic diseases. Uh, we're starting with epilepsy; it's a great initial audience, but we want to expand outwards from there. Um, honestly, if we have that type of data, that that just that's the company's mission to help people. How many people use you so far? Yeah, so we have over uh, ten thousand users around the world. That's completely organic uh, for a medication medical app. That's uh, pretty high, uh, but we are what looking do you mean pretty high. Most medication. If you look at uh, most of the download rates for a lot of these uh, these applications, they're they're a lot lower. Like what? Frankly, I, I was talking to a couple of foundations, and the fact that we have ten thousand is. Uh, they more than a lot of the ones of the uh, companies they deal with. So typically it's like in the low thousands of those but, 10 uh, or is 10,000. That's lifetime downloads. Uh, n- those are our users. That's our registered users. Yeah. But lifetime registered users. Yeah. Okay. Um, when did you launch the company? Uh, just a couple months ago. Okay. So f- you I mean like January, 2017. Uh, later 2017, it was more usable. So, uh, sorry, later 2017, later 2016. Sorry. Got it. I so keep late, getting these dates mixed up. That's okay. Late, yeah. late 2016. And, um, you said you want to do a million dollars in revenue this year, uh, which means, you know, mm. you're not at, you're not necessarily at 88 grand per month yet, but you're certainly growing, call it maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 grand per month, hoping to increase that as time goes on. How do you, yep. how do how do people find you? It's mainly word of mouth. Uh, like we have a lot of, uh, this is such a dire problem with a lot of people that they actually just spread it in 
uh, community groups. We have doctors recommending us all around the nation. Uh, funny enough, we actually had an engineer who has epilepsy uh, here in Toronto, went into a uh, clinic uh, to get an appointment, and they ended up handing him a pamphlet uh, with our name and how to download and all the information around it. And he was like, oh, cool. I didn't know we were doing this. And we're like, we didn't know that either. Uh, Great. So, yeah, the fact that we got doctors learning how to use Photoshop and putting together pamphlets, I think, uh, <laughs> says a, a lot. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so what do you, let's just, let's just look at this in, in terms of your revenue from one lead, right? I have epilepsy. Mm -hmm. I find your app. I, I download it. I'm using it. Yeah. How do you make money off, off me as one lead? Yeah. So there's a multitude of ways. So the actual individual scripts, so fulfilling them through a phar uh, pharmacy company. What do you so mean scripts? Sorry. I don't understand what that means. Yeah, so it's a term for, you know, when you get, so when a doctor says you have to go get this medication, they will fill out a, a prescription script. So it's a piece of paper that says this Got is it. the thing. Yeah. It's a prescription. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, the the uh, industry term is script for it. Sorry. Got so it. prescription uh, script. So uh, we would uh, make a certain amount per script. Uh, How much on average? I, I can't tell that one just because of. Uh, uh, it's kind of trade secret because you have to work and negotiate rates with these guys. Well, give me a general, like, I mean, are we talking a hundred bucks or like 10 cents or like 10,000 bucks or, uh, you could be making between 50 and a hundred bucks off a person every single year. Uh, and especially with these audiences, it's, um, so we, we have a mix between the actual script revenue of lead generation and then contract revenue with pharmace pharmaceutical companies. So that's mm -hmm. uh, the actual post-marketing intelligence. So how are people using drugs? How are they actually be like, what's the adherence rates? Are they having diverse effects and so forth? So you can make so, up so, 200 bucks per year on the lead side, right? Per, you know, yeah. per, per script or per prescription. On the, on the script side that for that individual script, yes. And then you also make money by actually going to the pharma company, uh, for, sorry, individual retail pharmacies and saying, hey, you know, everyone has the same price for drug X. If you want to be put higher on the list, uh, you know, pay. It's very similar to an AdWords model where it's a bidding system mm. where you go up on the list. Got it. And they, do they make that choice through your app or something? Like, do you control who shows up at the top of the list or, or what? Yeah. So we try to uh, benefit the user as much as possible. So like how, like first and foremost, it's making sure that the individual stays on the application for the longest period of time. Uh, so we, we do take that into account, but if we notice that, you know, 10 retail pharmacies in your square block have exactly the same price uh, to you as a consumer, it doesn't really matter which one you go to. Uh, so we try to balance that along with, Hey, you know, uh, we'll, we'll tell you that this one's a sponsored and it's going to be higher on the list, but you, you as a consumer have to make that choice. Every time your mom goes to pick up her medication on average, what's the average amount she's spending kind of per medication trip? That depends on the actual medication that you're, uh, you're using. What's the average? Oh, it depends if it's a generic or a brand name. It, it, it's really hard to say an average, frankly, like, um, I've been able to get the cost of a drug from an individual for, let's say, Keppra from Keppra's an anti-epileptic drug. Uh, through our service, I can get it from $150 to $9. Got it. Interesting. And let's go back. We didn't talk much about the tech, but how does an accelerometer help? I mean, how does your mom actually use this and how does the doctor get value from it? Sure. So uh, that's actually the really fun part. Uh, so, uh, basically the same technology that's used for like Fitbit tracking steps and so forth can be applied. Uh, it has in research scenarios to detect seizures. It's convulsive. 
So by applying not only our own algorithm, filtering algorithms, and artificial intelligence, we can actually filter down and say, hey, we, we, with this degree of certainty, believe that this is a seizure. And from there, we, you know, we, allow the, we notify the individual. They can actually say yes or no if they are. If they're able to answer, they're not having a seizure. Uh, so we can actually filter it down and start recording the event. So a lot of people don't know how many seizures they are having, especially because they are at night or they live alone. A lot of people actually die per year because of seizures around 50 to 90,000. Uh, so from a condition called SUDEP, sudden unexplained death in epilepsy patients. So they've, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad actually. Um, so this actually gives a lot of peace of mind to the individual, their caregiver, especially if you're a parent. You don't know if, especially if your kid goes to school, if they have a seizure, they're going to be okay. If they're at a sleepaway camp, et cetera. This is really important to a doctor because uh, frankly, they will tell you, okay, I want you to take this med. I want you not to be drinking, this whole regime of stuff. And they're pretty much applying a test and they're trying to see if this is actually working. Uh, without any of this data coming back that we would actually provide, they don't know. This, they were taking really vague data and making really actionable for the doctor. So before Newton, your mom would go into the hospital and the doctor would say, okay, you know, you know, how many seizures, how, Eric's mom, how many seizures did you have last week? And she'd say, oh, I think one, but yeah. now she's wearing this wrist and you see actually it's five. So the doctor is going to recommend a different kind of medication. Yeah. And like, even with a doctor, um, so with one of one of the doctors we work with, a really funny story that tells is like the majority of patients that come in, he's like, how many seizures have you had since your last appointment? And they shrug their shoulders. They haven't been counting. And he's like, how about last week? No idea. And he gets so frustrated. He's like, did you have one today? Did you have one this morning? Interesting. Uh, even people who do do the paper logs, he actually finds that they uh, they don't actually record it throughout. They like they remember just before the appointment, fake all the data. Now he's making a medical decision based off known fake data. So just to be clear, your tool is not it's not preventative in the sense that if someone starts having a seizure, it injects them with something and stops the seizure. But it, it is it's reactionary in collecting the data so that the doctor can be more preventative or more effective in preventing future seizures. Yeah, so the best way to actually prevent a seizure is making sure you do what your doctor tells you and taking the medication you're supposed to. So by actually increasing adherence rates, we are uh, indirectly actually reducing the number of seizures. But in order to make a predictive algorithm, we actually have to have a training set of data in which we can build that off of. So coming from a data science background, if you don't have data to base this off of, you're kind of lost. Uh, talk to me about money. So have you bootstrapped or, or did you raise capital? Yeah, so we bootstrapped for uh, the first bit, uh, ended up getting uh, funding through Dream and Health, Independence Blue Cross, and UPenn Medicine, ended up going through 500 startups uh, right after. So uh, we were part of the first digital health program, and we ended up build, uh, uh, ending our uh, seed round at about a million dollars. Got it. And so you, so you raised a million? Yeah. And was that on a note, or did you go ahead and do a, a priced equity round? Uh, no, we did it on a note. Okay, guys, the basic terms that 500 does, typically a kiss or... Yeah, so they it's it's very like you really the, it's really similar to a convertible note. I know Kiss has does have a little bit of difference, but it's I think it's a lot quicker and a lot easier than let's say a, a priced round. Yep, makes good sense. Um, awesome. Well, hey, let's wrap up here, Eric. With the actually before we wrap up with the famous five, last question: the team. How many folks are on your team? Yeah, we have. I gotta count now. Uh, so we have about five. Uh, well, five or. 
Yeah, we're going to about seven, but we have five on the team right now. Okay, Top Tribe, as many of you know, I sold Heyo, and everyone is always asking me what my expenses were when I was building Heyo. Well, a big expense was that I spent over three grand per month on financial services to keep me out of trouble in terms of taxes. You know, my mom would always harbor me, Nathan, you gotta keep all your receipts and put them in a freaking box or something to make sure you don't get an audit or things like this. I'm like, mom, I'm a millennial. You think I'm gonna keep all these receipts? I now use FreshBooks. I use their mobile app to take a picture of receipts and it makes taxes a cinch. Additionally, I don't have to hire a $3,000 per month person to manage all my finances. It's like saving so much money and my mom's happy. Additionally, I don't waste a bunch of time creating invoices. I use their templates and I can avoid using Word templates or Excel files. I just use FreshBooks to quickly send out invoices and it works like a charm. To get your free first month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Got it. Very cool. Let's wrap a man with a famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Ooh, hard thing about hard things. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Jeff Bezos. He's my man. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Clipfolio? Uh, Mix Max. Okay. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, five to, uh, sorry, uh, six to eight. Okay, so we'll say seven on average. And, and what's yeah. your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Uh, I am in a relationship with a wonderful girl right now. Not married, no kids that you know of. No. All right. Yeah, and, no. and, and how old are you? Uh, I am 25. All right. Last question. Take us back five years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, uh, you're doing really well in uh, competitive swimming right now. And I know you want to be an Olympian, but uh, stop and go more towards uh, your business and tech side. Uh, that's where you're going to make more money. <laughs> <laughs> there you guys have yeah. it from Eric, the founder of noon. He would have told himself, listen, Eric, you're doing great at swimming, but <laughs> quit while you're ahead. Stop and do more tech. That's exactly what he's doing with his team of five. He's solving a problem he's dealing with personally and that his mom could not remember and give his doctor or her doctor accurate data for her epilepsy and for her seizures. He's now created Newton to solve that problem. They've raised over $1 million to build it team of five uh, and again uh, have th their goal is to do about a million dollars in total revenue uh, this year so growing at a nice pace and it really is recurring revenue they make money off selling that lead data they make money per scripts as well and then also selling kind of market intelligence after the fact eric thank you for taking us to the top absolutely thanks very much man if you enjoyed Eric today, go back and listen to Paul yesterday, who breaks down his accidental $10,000 per month side project. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners. But boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars. And I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. 
go sign up now to get your free money. HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan.